Hi everybody, welcome to Dulce America. My name is Bing Futch. Thank you very much for joining me. In the month of May 2022, we are focusing on rhythm, the very, very foundation of music, building our house, our musical house, upon a very strong foundation of rhythm, a consistent rhythm, a strong rhythm, a rhythm that is suitable for the tune that we're playing. We'll get everybody up and dancing. What are the secrets? We're going to talk about that today. There are so many secrets, but they are easily shared, and it isn't like magic where, you know, there's a club. Shh, don't tell anybody. Any case, we're going to get to that in just a second. Right now, I want to let you know that every single episode of Dulce America is brought to you by the love and support of my patrons on Patreon. And I want to say hello to one of them right now, Sherry Abrams. Sherry, thank you very much for joining my wonderful community of folks who all love not just Mountain Dulcimer, but also Hammered Dulcimer, Native American flute, uh, piano, music theory, ukulele. Now, I, I don't teach Hammered Dulcimer but I do teach things that help you to be better at what it is that you love to play the most. And we have a great time. Everything from, oh, uh, Mailbag Monday on Mondays, Dulce America episodes on Fridays. We do town halls, happy hours, workshop series, learning tracks, all kinds of exclusive content that goes directly out to all of my patrons. And uh, a lot of this stuff is unpublished. It's exclusive, only available through Patreon. And at the $5 level, you can get access to all of that stuff, all of my stuff, books, CDs, videos, unpublished material. It's all yours. Over 30 years worth of materials are available there. And then there are uh, tier levels. You can go up to $10, $12, $15 level. And with those um, tier levels, the higher you go up, the more rewards there are. Some of those rewards are stickers, T-shirts, signed books and CDs, shout-outs on Dulce America, all the way up to me coming to your house and cooking for you and also performing uh, in concert, in private, or for all of your friends or at your church or wherever you like. Uh, so do check it out. Come on down here to patreon.com slash bingfutch. Scroll down, look at the open house section. All of that stuff there that's tagged open house is for you to download for free. If you like it and you think you'd like to join up, please do join us all because we do have a very, very good time. And this is pretty much my focus every single day. I wake up and I say to myself, what can I do for my patrons? And normally, normally it's music. Sometimes it's just hanging out. So again, Jerry, thank you very, very much. And to all of my patrons, you guys are the bomb diggity. The bomb diggity. All right, intermediate folks, we are going to be looking here at rhythm. Last week, we had our beginner level folks, and we talked about the foundations of rhythm. We used our cadence of quarter notes, eight notes, and sixteenth notes to develop a certain, you know, like a language for our jams. Now, what to do with those quarter notes, eight notes, sixteenth notes, and others, whole notes, half notes. And uh, let's not forget that playing notes, playing rhythms, is as much a part of music as not playing. So we're talking about rests, talking about holds talking about the absence of sound is as much a part of music as the presence of sound as well. So let's talk about some of the things that we can do to infuse our music with a rhythm that is catchy, consistent, and infectious. Oftentimes, beginners are taught these go-all-purpose uh, strums, like bum ditty. Okay, the bum ditty strum, some people love it, some people hate it, Bum diddy strum is basically this. Bum diddy, bum diddy, bum diddy, bum diddy. 
basically it's uh, quarter note, two eighth notes, quarter note, two eighth notes. One, two, and three, four, and one, two, and three, four, and. Nothing matter with that rhythm, but the thing about rhythm is that rhythm is dynamic. Through a tune, it changes. It doesn't stay the same, but the bum diddy strum is something that's taught to a lot of people, and they are told, just use this strum for every song. No bueno. That's not good. You know why? Because every song has its own melodic rhythm. Every song is unique from the next song because of the rhythm of its melody. Not just the notes of its melody, the pitches are in that melody, but also how the rhythm goes. There are certain songs that are so hooked to melody that all you have to do is hear the rhythm and not the melody and know what that song is. I mean, for example, if you hear something like this, You might think a lot of things. You might think hambone, you might think second line, you might think a lot of different things, but it's very much, you know, Ico Ico, see that man all dressed in green, Ico Ico Monday, stuff like that, you know. Uh, so you don't always need the pitches. Sometimes all you need is that rhythm. So where is that rhythm coming from? More times and often than not, it's coming from the melody, and the melody is tied to words. Right? So let's take something like um, Soldier's Joy. Oh, I am my mother's darling boy. Oh, I am my Oh, I am my mother's darling boy. So even though those are pretty much just straight quarter notes, you know, in that case, I guess they could be eighth notes as well, a different time signature. You can see that more as uh, it could be either way, depending on how fast we're going. But we're looking either quarter notes or eighth notes moving in that. Da 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 da. One and two, three. One and two, three, four. One da dum dum dum. So there are mixtures of things going in there, but it's all tied to the lyrics. Oh, I am my mother's darling boy. Da da dum 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 dum. So instead of trying to force it with bum ditty, I can't even imagine how bum ditty and soldier's joy would go along. Parts of it work, and then parts of it flatten it out and, and, and add other beats that we don't need. What we're looking to do with melody is give one strum per melody note, and that will make the rhythm come to the forefront. Oh, I am, oh, I am my mother's darling boy. Nothing more, nothing less. So if we play that with a full strum, informing what we should be doing strum-wise very much. And as long as it's moving, it's not a fancy rhythm, but it doesn't need to be a fancy rhythm. It just needs to support the melody. So we keep doing that. Let's find another one um, that's similar to being kind of easygoing. How about boil them cabbage down? We can go boil them cabbage down, boys. Boil them cabbage down, boys. Turn them whole cakes round. Did I say boy them cabins down? I think I did. Um, <laughs> let's go with something more uh, complicated now. Uh, we could do something like... Um, 
Some of you recognize that melody. See the storm set in your eyes. See the thorn twist in your side. I wait for you. There it is. All right, that's a little U2 for you there from With or Without You. Again, that's got a very specific feel, that melody, the rhythm of that melody and those notes. So we're tying it one strum per melody note. Some songs are going to float very, very easy as a dance tune because the melody is so hyperactive and busy. But what if you've got a melody that is really chilling out? I mean, taking its time and sustaining for long sections. Oh, how's a good, uh, how about this? This isn't a very long section, but it'll give you an idea. Okay. Norwegian Wood is in 3-4 time, and the melody does this. It hangs out for a dotted half note, three beats, and then it moves three quarter notes, and then it goes for a dotted half note, and it does that back and forth. One, two, three, it moves, two, three, one stays, and noon, two, three, it stays still. So it moves, it stops, it moves, it stops. When it stops, a lot stops, okay? We're moving, we're chilling. It's a little awkward if you want to dance to it. It's like, when do you stop and do you want to stop? No, when you're dancing, you should always be moving, right? So, what this brings into picture is what we do to keep things moving. And this is where strum creation actually comes in. The melody has already given us the instructions for playing the uh, rhythm that's embedded inside of the tune. What we do now is we add a little extra something to help the rhythm when it's holding, when the melody is chilling out and sustaining for a long time. So that'll be every single time we hit one of these dotted half notes. Typically anything over two beats, two beats or more, one and a half beats sometimes, is enough to put a big pause in the music where things can get a little awkward unless we help it over. So what I'm gonna do is a little extra something I call this selective strumming. Instead of strumming all the way across the strings all the time, and here's the rhythm I'm using for that. It's a three, four time tune. So I'm gonna go. It's one, two, da, da, da. One, two, do, do, do. One, two, and three, and one, two, and three, and one two and three and one. So it's a quarter note and two uh, and four eight notes. One and I'm swinging them. One, two and three and one. Two and three and one. Okay, a slow version of my basic three four time strum. Okay. So if I go and play the melody and strum across all three strings, I'll end up with this. Mm -hmm. 
So we get something that sounds like Norwegian wood, but there's something else going on there. The melody is a little chopped up into uh, pieces because we're strumming across all of the strings, right? So if I just isolate the melody by itself, this is what's actually happening. If I use my three-quarter waltz strum on top of all the strings, here's the melody. That's a little busy, isn't it? The melody is supposed to be... So how do we keep the melody that pure and, and, and unadulterated while still keeping our waltz rhythm in the background when we need the assistance? How do you do that? Well, selective strumming is the answer. All the way across the strings when we're simply paying attention to one strum per melody note. But if we want to put extra strums in, do them only on the bass and middle string. A good way to practice this is to put your finger on the 6th fret melody string so that C rings out loud and clear. Then practice strumming without hitting the melody string. You'll know if you hit that melody string, right? When you've gotten to the point where you can actively get the middle and bass string without touching the melody string, practice bringing the melody string into the picture only when you want to, like this. that when we're playing Norwegian wood. So before we had this, and now we have this. See how much cleaner that is? is selective strumming and you can also do the same thing with selective picking where if you're playing something a little bit slower where you're doing arpeggios and things like that uh, you can arpeggio but also avoid arpeggiating with the melody string and I do that in songs like uh, let me think uh, hallelujah I only go to the melody string when the melody needs to advance. Other than that, I'm spending my time kind of bouncing back and forth between the bass string and the middle string, just providing a little bit of counterpoint rhythm so that the melody, while it's sustaining, doesn't kill the mood of the song by removing these moving points of note durations that create our rhythm, our beat. So I hope that makes sense there. The selective strumming and selective picking is all about letting the melody notes sustain when they are 
uh, doing so longer than a beat and a half or two beats. That's when we bring in a little extra something to bolster up, to shore up the rhythm and make it more danceable and uh, more vibey, more groovy. Uh, you can also choose not to do that and make things very specifically kind of empty and, and, and blocky uh, for effect. So it's a good thing to have in your toolbox when you're kind of messing around with stuff. So I hope that is helpful. The selective strumming thing has saved my bacon many a time. And all you have to do, once again, is just remember that every single piece of music has its own rhythm, and that rhythm stems from the melody. Now, it can be an instrumental, but oftentimes the melody comes from lyrics. So we are basically playing rhythm to syllables. It's very, very important. Once those syllables are present, that gives us our rhythm for the melody. But if the melody sustains, it's a good idea to transfer whatever rescue strum we're doing and make that only on the bass and middle string or wherever the melody is not taking place to avoid doubling, tripling, or quadrupling the amount of notes we're playing on the melody. Coming up next week, we're going to our advanced level students and if you are intermediate and you are not sure if this is going to be over your head or not, I do recommend having a look at it because there's probably something there that you will be able to use somewhere down the road. Thank you very much for joining me, everybody. We will see you next week with more Dulce America.